Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. Sports, entertainment, little to no culture. It's time for Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Ed Graney and Adam Hill. Hey, welcome into Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports and presented by the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Blue Wire, and Liquid Death. We're your hosts, Ed Graney and Adam Hill, and we're here each week to give you our thoughts on the Las Vegas Raiders before entering the world of news and topics we find interesting. Here we go. A win. A win. We get to talk about a win. What do you think? I mean, I look, in the end, we write about whatever the story is, whether it's win or loss, and, you know, that's that's all the same, but yeah. there's a different attitude. Like, I'll, I'll say this. Guys talk in the locker room a lot more. That's that's what I was getting at. After the game, going into the locker room and trying, there's certain guys that will talk win or All loss, the time. Yes. Uh, and and we very much appreciate them yep. because they'll you know they'll, they're upset, they don't want to talk, but they'll talk and they'll you know try to answer your questions and give you some perspective. And uh, a lot of guys just won't do it. Uh, but you're also going to the same guys over and over again. You're getting Quoting the same guys getting, after and getting the same quotes about you know we don't want to win we don't want to learn these lessons you learn a lesson but you don't want to learn lessons and losses you want right. to learn lessons and wins and um, it's a lot of the same thing so after a win yeah the stories are a little bit more interesting they're a little bit more willing to talk Devontae Adams doesn't snap at you for asking questions that are not specific football right. <laughs> football questions Nate Hobbs always talks Nate Hobbs always talks Deron Harmon always talks Nick Robertson always talks sure so I mean there's there's guys that you know you can go to but. Definitely the the vibe, the mood is different. Yeah. Uh, when when there's a win, so it and and it's a different story. Like how many weeks in a row, you know, do we write the same? They lost again. They lost again. They lost again. This is going the wrong no, direction. It was three. It's going the it was wrong three direction. and counting. Sure. And so yeah, it's, it's 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 nice to write a different story, I guess, in that regard. Did you go into the Denver game thinking this was a must win game? Uh. Whoa, 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 whoa. What what's this about? Oh, liquid death! If, you, if you're going to put this on my on my spot here in the podcast studio, I'm going to drink it. So it's liquid death. You're about to drink. Um, is this something I should be oh. opening? Uh, if you want to, yeah. Okay. It's it's uh, it's water. It doesn't look like it. it looks very different. And I, I I first experienced this. Uh, I think I told you about this. No way you'd have ever gone near this thing. Uh, Lovers and friends, one of the greatest music festivals I've ever been to in my life. Is Every, that a movie? Is that a documentary? It was every no, it was a it was a show live here in Vegas. It was every like late nineties, early two thousands, two thousand ten hip hop R and B. Anybody who was anybody was there. Garth Brooks, no, uh, Mace TLC, no, 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 Drake. I mean, it was Mace TLC. Guys, well, that, was you Drake know. there? No, um, but he could have been. Could have been Mace, Jodeci, TLC, Usher, okay, TLC, Usher. Go ahead. I'm telling you the ones I know of. Uh, Lauren Hill. Yes, go ahead. Huh. Uh. Let's see. There was there's just so there was so there was okay. fifty five acts or in something Vegas. Like that. Yeah, Mace was the one I wanted to see the most for sure. Uh, there was horror stories from day one of the festival. I was going day two and I was like, oh no, this is not going to be good. And I get out there for day two and it was like 130 degrees. People's shoes were burning from the bottom Ugh. because you're standing out there from 11 a.m. until 1 a.m. basically, and it was so hot that your shoes are burning. And I'm I'm going over. I hit up the concession stand. And I was like, I want water. And they they had liquid death. And I'm looking at the can. I said, Oh no! What? I just need I need water. What are we doing here? And they gave it to me. I was like, I'll drink anything at this point. I mean, at 130, you hear liquid death for the first time. And yeah. You're like, Whoa! I said, wait, no, hold on a no, second. No, I'm trying to avoid liquid, liquid death, death. Uh, by sweating it off. 
pounded it, and wow, Loved changed it. the whole day. Really? Oh yeah, it, it really, it really helped. First so, time you ever heard or seen it? Yeah, and I was in, and now we got sitting right here in the studio. I'm in. I enjoy it. Yeah, I heard the pop and fizzle. I thought it could have been a brew or something over there. It could. I well. Not, I mean, I might have needed it during the uh, the Broncos game last night to try to get through that, but uh, I would have I would have definitely uh, Larry enjoyed some liquid, liquid death. death. Yeah, sure. We like what it. Did, what did you ask me about? I don't remember at this point. Uh, did you think that going into last week, I heard, oh, it's a mess win or no playoffs, um, season's on the line, you better not lose to Denver, you're going to fall too far behind Kansas it was, City. Was it a must win? Yeah, it was. <laughs> for all those reasons. Sure. Well, and, and for situationally, I mean... Who's up next? The Chiefs. the Chiefs on the road. Like that's it's not an unwinnable game, but I think when even the most optimistic fans, like sure they can go in there and win and, and upset the Chiefs, and uh, it would be this great victory and a lot of momentum going to the bye and all those things. But even the most optimistic fan, when they're sitting there and everybody does this, just like when you were a kid, when you got your schedule for you know twelve year old baseball, you would go through and be like, oh, we'll beat them, we'll beat them. Oh, that's probably a loss. We'll beat them, we'll beat them. That that might be a loss. You knew there. that many twelve year olds. Yeah. Oh. I had a schedule. I didn't know who we were playing. The Pirates, the, the Rays, the Dodgers. I didn't know who was any good. You should have seen my scouting reports I put together at 12. Oh, no. Did you go by sponsors? I was on Bill Thomas cameras. No, we were the, we were the Cubs. Okay, so you went by names. Cub gang. BTC over here. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, for sure, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there were sponsors on some level, but I mean, I remember the Cubs where I was on the Pirates a year. Yeah, my son was on the Pirates. I love those unis. Scout, I mean, the scouting reports I would put together... I, you, listen, I was a decent athlete, talked about that. I was always a bigger kid, though. Uh, 14, 14 and under baseball, just uh, just before high school. League. It was 13, I guess it was 13. Like my, like, yeah, like pa- right, right past that in Little League, right before high school. The year right after we fell short, we fell one game short of going to the Williamsport. You got to that far? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Like the, like the games in San Bernardino? No, sorry. No, one game short of going to the regional to go to To San Bernardino. No, well, I was or wherever in, the I was regionals on, were. Oh, yeah, I was on okay. the East Coast at the time. Oh, okay, was in all right, okay. To go so, yeah, to, uh, we're in the Maryland, the Maryland State Championship game. Right, lost that. Okay, so we didn't get to go to the regional, which would have put us to Williamsport. But one year after that, uh, I led the league in stolen bases. Did you? Now, not a fast player at all, but I knew every pitcher's move. I had an index at my house. I knew, like what Johnny's got a quick step to first. Yes, Billy stinks. Yes, Billy stinks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, every single pitcher in the league. You, were you stealing signs? Were you doing stuff like illegally? Of course, no. It's not illegal to steal signs if you're not electronic. What do you mean electronic? I, I, well, I mean, I, I used to teach my softball girls to steal signs. Right, you, you know? can't do it. The Astros you touch the did. helmet you, on a you, on a curveball, and right. you, you know, you touch the uh, shoulder on a fastball. Oh yeah, and if I'm telling people, and if a kid's throwing a curveball, then you're going. Yeah, and if a kid, if a guy's a slow move and he's throwing a curveball, you're going. And yeah, I was a a base stealing threat just on my scouting reports. So yes, that's that's what I was doing. Oh my god! It was amazing. It was, it was mystifying to all. But yes, but as you're a kid, it wasn't playing. As you go through, you're making the schedule, and you're like, I oh, win, 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 loss. Uh, I might win that one if they put the right kid on the mound. Not sure. Probably won't beat their ace. Like you're doing all that. But even if you're a Raiders fan and you're doing that for the schedule, I think people still do that. I think oh, when the no, schedule we comes do out, that. We course. go through and say, hey, how, what do you think they're going to record's going to be? Oh, I think the record's going to be nine and eight. And you go through and you find the nine wins and you find the eight sure. losses. Sure. No, I think you, you do the wins and losses first and then you decide the record. Really? You know, yeah. Oh, you, I, you I try to match it to your record? I just match it. 
That's ridiculous. I just matched. So wrong. I said they're so, going to go so. nine and eight, and then I said, "Let me find nine wins here." And even if I didn't believe in the eight losses, I stuck stuck with it because I didn't want to back off on nine that's, and eight. That's weak. Uh, but no, I think even the most optimistic fan probably had this game circled as a, as a loss. loss. So that this means game coming up, right? So that means that coming into the Denver game, if you're thinking you're going to lose the game in Kansas City on Monday night, you are potentially going to be zero and five if you lose that game. So in the grand scheme of things, if you're 0-3, playing a divisional opponent at home, is it a must-win? No. But situationally, if you were thinking that you could potentially be 0-5 going into the bye, yeah, it's a must, it was a must-win game, and they won. Uh, let's get to some of the individuals. So uh, Josh Jacobs goes from 144, career high, 28 carries. Do you think uh, the workload... Samir White had actually a big carry down there um, before they, when they came back and scored the touchdown after only leading by two, and they allowed uh, um, Denver to get within two. But the workload of Josh Jacobs is kind of what they had planned on. Do you think it was a little more? And going forward, what do you think about his workload? I mean, do you think they went in saying, we're going to let him carry near 30 times if it works? I don't think so. I think going into the season in particular, they didn't have that. They've never done that as a as a staff. Now, maybe that's a Belichick call, and maybe this is something that they wanted to do. Um but I think all the indications before the season were that they did not want a bell cow running back. Right. I mean, what they right. brought in, uh, they brought in Amir Abdullah. They brought in Brandon Bolden. Drafted Zamir White. They drafted Zamir White. They drafted Britton Brown. They just stockpiled that room with bodies and with talent, which and didn't pick up the option on Josh Jacobs, which to all I think to all you know intents and purposes signaled, hey, it's going to be a committee. We're not going to have one guy that is dominant that carries all the load and. Um, I think he's forced him a little bit. Now, he hasn't put up the big numbers. If you look on the stat sheet, you say, oh, pretty pedestrian first three games. But it really wasn't. I mean, his yards after contact were among the best in the league. His, you know, whatever metric you want to use, if you want to go to the PFF grade, he was among the best in the league. I think he's, he was just named uh, first quarter of the season, second team all pro by PFF. By PFF. So, I mean, they he's been creating a lot of his own yards. Even if he's not getting a lot of touches, he's doing a lot on his own. And so I think he's kind of forced their hand into saying, hey, if you're going to run the ball, that's who it's going to be with. Now, Zamir White, I think, is doing that a little bit as well. Um, but I didn't think that was their plan. But if you want to be cynical about it, which I'm cynical about almost everything, I think you look at this and say, they didn't pick up Josh Jacobs' option. He's not going to be on the team next year. Run him into the ground? Run him into the ground. And make him not only, not only hey, he's somebody else's problem if you wear him down, but also, his value is not going to be very high. So if you do want to sign him again, and he's beat down at the end of the season, you're like, okay, we'll sign you for a discount because you were too used up. Right. And that is, it's gross that that's what happens in the NFL, but that is what happens. It's not unique to any team. That's what teams do. Yeah. And so I, I think that sucks. Uh, but in the end, he's getting to audition. He's If he's going to get all the carries and he's going to be able to put up numbers, he's going to be going to get a big yeah. contract somewhere. And so that would be good for him. Uh, for good for his career, it would suck to lose him here. But for us, because he's very good uh, in the locker room, very good with good, media. Very That's good all we media. really care about. Of we course. don't care who they resign as long as they're good um, with the media. But it seems like that might be what they're doing, which is again, that's the cynical view. But it also worked, so you can't really work for the one for game. That. We'll see about uh, this week who much better defense that they're going to face. Well, yeah, but I think the plan. The defensive well, line, my bad. No run yeah, defense. I mean, run yeah, defense. Denver's defense. Is no, really def good. De Denver's defense terrific. I should have said run defense. Um, but I, I think the plan will be. To do the same, like you'd want to do the same thing. You'd want to get him 30 carries, get him 150 yards and two touchdowns. That's ideal. The problem is against Denver, you didn't fall behind. You had the lead, you played from ahead, right. you were able to keep that going. 
if you fall behind against Kansas City, you got throw the ball. You could do that, but they've shown when they're behind, they don't run the ball. So I, I don't know that they're going to be able to stick to that plan if they fall behind. So did this stop all the worry and concern about Devontae Adams and his targets this game? Uh, and 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 how much how much did winning have to do with that? Because when you of win, course. it's really hard for people to talk about targets. It's hard for people to talk about anything except the win, which is probably what they should be talking about, not targets and, and yards and yeah. anything else. Look, I wasn't I was never concerned about Devontae Adams' targets anyway. I know some people were, and I know it was an issue. Um, he's going to get his. He's going to get open when they need to throw it to him. They will and. And they did. I, I, want, I did want to go back one quick thing on Josh Jacobs, which is a game within the game thing uh, that I thought was really interesting that I don't think a lot of people talked about. But I, I want to bring it up just because Josh McDaniels really never says anything to us. And he he actually, says a lot, but nothing. Yeah. He feels a lot of words. Sheet. Yeah, a lot sure. of words. A lot of words. A lot of words don't mean anything. He actually said something pretty interesting. And, and I think a lot of people glossed over it. I wrote about this the other day. Um, and I went back and watched both plays. Much like my scouting reports in Little League. Uh, the amount of the amount of times I watch these games is insane. So, Cardinals game at Allegiant Stadium, week two. They they had a third and one in the third quarter. They lined up Josh Jacobs at fullback. Lined up Zamir White behind him. They gave it to Josh Jacobs as the fullback. The up man picked up the two yards right into the middle of the field, plowed into the line, got the first down. Meaningless play doesn't mean anything. Lined him up at fullback. That's what's to be expected, right? Two-yard gain. Okay, move on. Sunday, against the Broncos, they went same formation. Third and two. Remember the third and one, third and two. No, fourth quarter. This, third, this is the pitch to Zamir. Yeah. Fourth quarter. Same formation. Josh Jacobs at fullback. Zamir White behind him, just like they did against the Cardinals, just like they handed the ball to Josh Jacobs as the up man, gave it to him, burst through the line. Everybody on the Cardinals, or excuse me, on the Broncos, Sold as I'm watching back, they're, they're before the before the snap, they're pointing, they're standing up, fullback, 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 fullback. They saw the play on tape, and that's exactly what the Raiders wanted. And they faked it to Josh Jacobs through, and then pitched, pitched out wide White, to Zamir White for 22? 22-yard 22 22 game, down to the seven, and then so, Jacobs scored from the seven. So those are the little things that happen, that teams are just setting those up. They're, they're making it obvious. Like, they didn't hide the fact that they snuck Josh Jacobs on the field at fullback. They wanted the Broncos to see that. They wanted it on tape so the Broncos saw it. The Broncos did see it because they're, you know, I know this sounds crazy after what we witnessed last night. They're they're a well-coached NFL team. They saw it, on defense at least. Well, on defense, they're well-coached. <laughs> so yeah. they're all standing up, fullback, 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 and then they don't give it to them. They pitch it out wide. And one of the things that Josh, Josh McDaniel said is, we know that in short yardage plays, you only really have one opportunity to run it. Like, we, we're only going to run those plays one time because they're not going to work because teams see it on tape. So now, next time they run that formation, teams will be like, Zamir, 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 right. pitch left, pitch left. So they'll have to do something else out of that. So that is the, you know, that it's the crazy thing about the NFL, the little subtle things that happen. You know, a play two games ago was on tape for them to see that they scouted out and that they totally reacted to and the Raiders countered that and picked up a big first down, one of right. the biggest of the games on that play. So those are the things you have to, to really watch for and really pay attention to. And, and if you really are passionate about watching a game and understanding what's going on, those are the things that are really, 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 really interesting. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the SDN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. 
With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $500 on your first deposit. You may start noticing there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. And it's available in still, sparkling, and three flavors. Why is this water called Liquid Death? Well, because it'll brutally murder your thirst and their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. They'll also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and actually profitable for recycling facilities. One day I was at work in the cafeteria and saw that the Las Vegas Review Journal is carrying liquid death in their vending machine. So I sat down drinking one while eating my chicken pot pie just to fake out my co-workers and make them think that I was having an icy cold tall boy with lunch. Find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash vegasnation. That's liquiddeath.com slash vegasnation. Real quick before we get to Max Crosby, because I want to ask you about that and baby watch. Um, you're not worried about Devontae Adams in terms of notes. I, I wasn't either, but you know he had the few targets in one game. People were like, his car thrown away from him. I believe in the first drive, he might have thrown him six play drive. He might have thrown it in his direction. They weren't all great throws four or five times. Yeah. He, one, D- Jacobs had one catch, and then Devontae had most of the other targets. Look, if you're a prop better and you didn't bet Devontae Adams over in this game, you're never going to be a winning prop better. <laughs> like yeah. that, that's just you have to read some of the tea leaves and read some of the signals. They were going to go to him early and often, and they did. And and I think that's for the most part that's going to be what they want to do. But there are going to be teams that take him away. There's going to be teams that double coverage and roll coverage and roll safety is over. And if that happens, like I know Devontae Adams said, hey, look, I've been played like that my whole life. I have to beat that. I have to still make plays. Sure, you can say that. But in the end, you it's got to be other guys making the plays. Like if yeah. that's how they're going to cover you, there's going to be people wide open and they have to make plays. Uh, Max Crosby had two more sacks. He's now got four of the five on the team. Nate Hobbs had another one on a, on a safety blitz, um, on a corner blitz. Uh, that, you know, it was a heck of a play by him one time. Denver uh, had tight ends blocking blocking Max Crosby, which was weird. Uh, but he's on baby watch now. So important question for you. Important question for you. You're Max Crosby. Yeah. It's a regular season game, not a playoff game. A regular season game. You have to choose. the The call comes in. Let's say Sunday night. They're already in Kansas City. The call comes in. Uh, looks like it's the baby's coming. We can get you there. Davis says take him in the plane. All of that not stuff. But you probably miss the game. What do you do? I feel, like See, I, should, I feel like I shouldn't answer this. Well, you might as well. Because I know which way you're going to go. I'm playing. Of course. Of course you're playing. Yeah, of course. I'm on the plane right away. I'm on the plane you're right You're going away. home? I've had the joy of watching two children care. be born. You just don't care about your teammates? No, uh, I, I care about my teammates at home. My most important teammates. I know. As, as somebody who doesn't, doesn't have children and okay. would be horrified if I <laughs> I think we'd all be horrified. I don't think you'd be the only one. I mean, I've this, this this it's tough because I've been very very vocal about this in the past, but now it's somebody I talk to every day, cover, know, and I feel bad saying it. I think I it's say it. pretty irresponsible of athletes to have children during the season. Oh, uh, this is this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. You have to try to plan it out of by your and if by there's calendars with this sort of stuff. Of course you do. Uh, so you're talking about the NFL calendar? Yes, yes. Have children in the off season, or <laughs> look for the end. For look, if it's baseball, yeah, miss a game or two, sure. And if there's 16 games in the NFL, you, 17. You can't. You're right. 
<laughs> 17. I forget. There's 17 games. You you got to play the games. And I don't know the ins and outs of how this how it all happens. <laughs> but I know there's ways to make children happen when you want them to. Max said he him and his It's not a foolproof system, my friend. Believe me. I've had two children. No, I mean It's not you can try to plan it, but you know, no, I'm saying if they're going ways, to be bo- God no, no, no. has uh, mysterious ways. I un- right. understand the logistical <laughs> part of that. I'm saying there's there's ways to induce labor. Yes. And and he he has he has said, Hey, we did not want to do that. We want to have the baby Wait come wants to come. Like that baby would have been born last Monday, the day after the Could game. Could have been, yes. Would have been. Oh, had they induced I'm saying if it was no, my induced. child. Yes, had they induced. Yes. If it's your child, that baby you're would have been born. Or or look, honey, honey, I get it. Good luck to you. Yeah, I get it. You don't want to induce labor. That's fine. You want to have the baby when the Naturally, baby wants to come. When it's supposed to come. Then enjoy that. I'm not going to be there. Like I'm here Monday, None Tuesday. Of this surprises Larry Monday, Tuesday are my days off. Right? We played a game Sunday. Had a victory. We have Monday, Tuesday off, and actually Wednesday and kind of Thursday with a, this a week long with week. the Monday night game. So Monday, we're going into the hospital and we're making the baby happen. And if you don't want to do it that way, I totally support you and I get it. It's just it's just going to be you. None of that surprises me. <laughs> that should I mean, look, the the baby is going to have a very good life because of my occupation. <laughs> That's your reasoning? Yeah. I'm rich? Because of this. You'd send a friend in there, someone that was at home, a mother, someone like that to take your place. Oh, we'd have everyone. I'd fly everyone out. Yes, everyone gets wonderful accommodations. Sure. Just, you're going to have to help. You're very nervous about these things, and I know last week you went to two different baby showers on the same I day. I, I can did. only imagine how nervous you became in these types of situations. Yeah. It wasn't I mean, good. It, it's not good. This, this could stress your anxiety up having two baby showers in one day. Yeah, I didn't handle it well, but I—I I, I think I was supportive as a friend. Did you buy a gift? Yes, of course. A gift for both? Yeah. Oh, I gotta know these gifts. I gotta know. Were they got were some... they re- registered so you didn't have to worry about it? You went and just picked something out. They were, but I—I I don't I don't subscribe to that. You don't subscribe. You don't subscribe to getting people the things that you they get, actually want. You get what I what I want. To okay. Get. All right. <laughs> All right. It's not, it's not, I'm not. I'm not buying the the mobile baby the the mobile diaper thing, the electronic <laughs> yes, diaper. Yes. No, stop. What did you get? I got a, a, a bunch of children's books, baby books. Okay. It's and like I got that. a. I got a. Well, I also my thing is to try to find something that will annoy the parents. That's usually my. Uh, I got both babies mostly the same things because I was like I'm not going to differentiate. Uh, so a lot of books and um. A baby Walkman? The, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's very loud. That you put on the kid's ears? No, well, I think, it I think hurt, you... It hurt I the kid's you, ears. I think you strap it to the... To the... Whatever the... The crib? Stroller, crib, the car seat yeah, thing? the car seat. Yeah. Just play, wow. plays a lot of music. It's good. It will annoy the parents. That's the key. And uh, one of the baby's mothers is a big UNLV fan, but she doesn't live here in town anymore. Right, right. So I bought a bunch of like baby UNLV outfits for that. Oh, no, she must have liked that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she must have yeah. liked that. Did you sit around as you're opening the presents? This stuff could just stress you out more than anything, as you had to sit around while people open presents for kids. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, open it. <laughs> Go ahead, just take it. 
But most people didn't bring gifts because they just bought things off the registry and sent it to the house. That, right. What fun is that? Well, it's getting people the things they want. Nah, you get what I tell you. I'm buying the gift. I have a say in that. I'm not going to get to pick what you're getting. You imagine if that's how we did Christmas? I mean, if that's how Santa. <laughs> Thoughts on Santa? No lists? There might be kids listening. Yeah, that's right. Santa's a great guy. Any last thoughts on liquid death? It's good. I, I have not had liquid death until How now. How has Santa never been prosecuted for slave labor? Or breaking over. Yeah. Oh, with the elves? Yes. By the way, one of them escaped, and it's on the field in Cleveland. Have you seen that thing? Oh, yeah, the new logo. I love that, yeah, actually. It's an escaped, I love that. escaped, escaped elf, elf from, Santa's, from Santa's uh, North Pole. And he's like, he got out of the North Pole, and he's like, I got to go somewhere nice and warm, and he ends so up in Cleveland. So he goes to Cleveland? Yeah, it sucks. Santa Santa uh, comes down the chimney and there's cops waiting for him. All right, hands against the wall, big guy, breaking and entering, trespassing. Uh, I will say, I mean, just so uh, as not surprised, my favorite Christmas movie is Bad Santa. Oh, you don't like Elf? <laughs> Bad Santa's better. Bad Santa's very good. It's fantastic. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Was the sec was the sequel any good? I would not watch it. I refused because the first one was so good. Yeah, there's no way I'm gonna. I can't. You can't follow that up. Just like my favorite movie of all time, Dumb and Dumber. I wasn't gonna watch the. Was there a sequel? Yes, Dumb and Dumber. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it was dumber. I wasn't gonna do it. Same actors. Yeah. Well, there was another sequel that didn't have them in it, like a prequel. They weren't in, but they were in the sequel. But I can't. I haven't been able to bring myself to do that. Uh. On a on another note, I'm on one episode done with a uh, left with Dahmer. I will be watching it. Oh man, I'm too I'm too into Welcome to Wrexham. Oh man, well, did you finish Dahmer? Yeah. Jeez, that guy. There's a lot of chances for I, I know a lot about the case, as you know. I did. Yeah, but take one of our former colleagues to the to, but, the, house. to the house. But, uh, <laughs> but I was that his house that he was living in. It was the apartment? Is the apartment that he was living now. in? It's knocked down now. The building is. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why. What that guy? Well, our in. our colleague that went with me said it is a very creepy neighborhood. Yeah, it was as as it was depicted in the in yeah. the uh, in the series. Much it like really much like Arrowhead Stadium, very creepy neighborhood. There's nothing around it. It's terrible. Want to give a prediction before we go? You know we're are we we're two and we're two and two because we both said the Chargers and we both said Denver, but I think we got the other one. We both wrong. picked Tennessee. We both picked ten- Tennessee. Oh, are we three and one. Yeah, I think so. Okay, all right, we're three and one. All right, I oh think, no, wait, we both. No, the only the one we missed was Arizona. The, the only yeah. one we missed is Arizona because we because we both picked the Raiders. Not missed Arizona and Tennessee. We're we're, we're two, two and two. two. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, thirty-four, twenty-four Chiefs. Thirty-six, twenty-four Chiefs. What are you looking at me for the long look? Like I'm, gonna, like I'm gonna I just wonder if we should. How do you th- how do you think it's how do you think it's gonna happen? And what what could the Raiders do to not let that happen? Uh, hope Mahomes doesn't show up. I mean, I don't know. He's he's destroyed. He's seven and one all time as a starter. He's thrown for over twenty five hundred yards and twenty two TDs and three interceptions against them. Completely dominated them. Um, I'm you, with I'm uh, with you if they don't run. I mean, the worst thing in the world is if they get behind and they're gonna have to they're gonna have to uh, throw them down the field. You and I do props for the paper. I thought the car one. Uh, because I just think he's going to be behind all day. I just be. I think he's going to be behind. And like you said before, they but just it's, don't it's run. Been the, a house they, of horrors for him. There. They just don't run the ball a lot when they're behind. Not that you know. I mean, that's an obvious statement. But I mean, they really don't. 
it's just been such a, a bad spot uh, for for the Raiders for sure. They won in twenty twenty with the bus ride. Andy Reid fifteen and three against the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Since he's been with Kansas City, um, I believe Mahomes. Mahomes uh, is seven and one. The only time Mahomes lost him as a starter is twenty twenty. Lost forty to thirty two that day where they took the bus ride after the after the game, of which the players didn't know what the hell was going on. But John Gruden is the only one who knew it and said, "Take the lap around La- the stadium." Last year, uh, Chiefs outscored the Raiders by sixty six points. Yeah, that it's was eighty nine twenty three. Stopping on the logo. It's the fourth most lopsided one season matchup in the past twenty five right. seasons in the NFL. They better not stomp on that logo this time. They've said they will not. Uh, Hunter Renfro and Max Crosby both just kind of put their head down and laughed when asked yeah. about it. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I, was I wasn't to... there yesterday. He he practiced for the first time uh, outside the non-contact. How was he? His usual good self with the media. Yeah, real good. And, and what do you I say asked about him... the fumble? By the way, against uh, so, against uh, Arizona was it Arizona? It was Arizona? Yeah, and I asked him about kind of the two weeks off and having that to think about. Like it, it's one thing to have to miss two weeks to be in concussion protocol, but your last moment on the field was fumbling that in a fumble that was returned for a touchdown to lose a game. It was a huge moment, one that you want to forget. And I said, how difficult is it to kind of move past that, knowing that that's the last memory you have on the field? And he said he doesn't want to. He wants to think about it. He wants to have that in his mind. And if it's a reminder to him and everyone else how important ball security is at all times on the field, uh, and that helps them win a game at some point, like that's all they can do. Typical so, Hunter. Good, I think a, good stuff. a good attitude about that for sure, just a good good attitude about being back. And you know, one of the things I, I said to him was – how much does it help your, you know, to keep a positive attitude, knowing that you've put so much good in? Everybody knows how good you are. Everybody knows what you can do. Everybody knows how successful you've been. And he said, "Yeah, but that was old coaching staff." He's like, "That's an old administration. They don't care what I did last year. I have to prove it to these guys." Which that's that's also a fair yeah. point and something that you would expect out of Hunter Renfro. But I, I mean, obviously, very welcome sight uh, to see him for a lot of people back in the locker room and uh, and getting ready to play. And I think definitely adds a new dynamic to the passing game and. They bring in Albert Wilson. We'll see what he does. A veteran guy, got some speed, got some ability. We'll see if he adds anything as well. Blake Martinez is going to be active, I hear. <laughs> he's he's an interesting dude. Yeah, he collects weird uh, Pokemon cards that are worth a million dollars. Yeah, well, he bought that. He didn't, I mean, a lot of people are like, wow, what? how fortunate to open a pack and get the most expensive card. Like, he, he bought it. How much you buy? He wouldn't say. Oh, he wouldn't say, but it's worth a million? Yeah, so I was like, what, did you pay one five? No, no, I don't. I have no idea. But he bought the card. It's not like he found it in a pack and just happens to be worth a million. That's an interesting dude. Yeah, yeah. This liquid death is uh, from the Alps. <laughs> it's good water. It's the first time I've had it. Well, it says it right here: mountain water, drinking water from the Alps. How about this? I, this is excessive, but I'd rather have a liquid death than a any Pokemon card. I don't want the, one of those things. You don't want the Pokemon card worth a million dollars? No. Really? No. All right. Well, you have our predictions. You have Liquid Death. Go ahead and get yourself some Liquid Death, the mountain water, drinking water from the Alps. Cans are nice. You pop that baby open. Very, very refreshing. That's going to do it for our latest edition of Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos, SCN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal, Blue Wire, and here we go, Liquid Death. Remember now, there are new episodes of Vegas Nation every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to Vegas Nation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcasting app. Find all that coverage and more at VegasNation.com. For our producer, Larry Meir, and my co-host, Adam Hill, I'm Ed Graney. Talk to you next week.
Vegas. Get in on the sports betting action and get on the SDN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $500 on your first deposit.